Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast. I'm your host, Dana Davis. The My Beautiful Brown Life podcast is all about finding the courage to face the pain and address the false stereotypes towards people of color and African Americans in order to create solutions. Now, as an African American woman, actually Afro-Caribbean, because I am a part of the Caribbean descent as well, as well as African, I also, you know, elaborated a lot on this on this podcast platform about how certain um, narratives or certain situations can cause us to want to conform to this world or even conform to social norms to fit in or to be a part of the status quo that they have set the bar so high that it makes you want to beat it. It makes you want to be anything that anybody else tells you to be instead of who you should be. And that is why I really wanted to create this platform and also to dead the false stereotypes that is being told about people of African American descent or even Afro Caribbean descent and to also bring clarity to these different topics that we are also trying to discover for ourselves. So speaking of discovery, um, today's discussion is going to be talking about why depending on HBCU schools to teach you about Black history is a false stereotype. Because I honestly would say that going to an HBCU is definitely not an opposed viewpoint that I would say that I have. I think that going to an HBCU is beautiful because you not only do you get that of going to a school that is predominantly black or predominantly have or predominantly incorporate African-American studies within their courses or even have that component within their degree programs. I think that is beautiful. And I honestly think that just having that experience to going to a school that African-American is formulated and created so fellow black individuals, especially as young black and young black women, to be able to learn and also break the cycles of the slave mentality that was forced upon us and that we also accepted as to that we can't read or we shouldn't read or write and we shouldn't have the opportunity to get an education but that all changed when HBCU schools were created. And I'll honestly say that I'm not opposed to anyone ever going to HBCU school I honestly would say that going to an HBCU going to an HBCU school for the reason of learning about your Black history and also about giving you an opportunity to embrace your Black heritage. I think that going to school for those motives is not I won't say healthy, but it's not going to fulfill the void that you have within your personal life honestly because a school or taking a degree program or being in a sorority house or being a a Delta Phi Theta or being a part of those different sorority groups that is not going to fulfill your inner void that you're looking to fulfill as being involved in these different um, sorority organizations or even going to HBC to be engulfed within your black culture because as you look around all every single day there are so many influences there's so many inspirations that you can take part in and there's even so many stories that you hear about Rosa Parks about MLK about Malcolm X about Medgar Evers about Harry Tugman about these different civil rights 
activists in their own right who all had different stories, all had different ways of taking a stand, but all stood for the same cause at the end of the day about freedom and equality for African-American and Afro-Americans worldwide. And honestly, I would say that from someone who had had thoughts about going to HBCU because I live in Georgia, I would say that even my sister and my mom went to Spelman, you know, did a college road trip and everything, Emory, Georgia State University. Honestly, I would say Emory, their campus was nice. However, just the campus is all around. You're not getting what you're paying for. You're getting, you're paying for a room with dozens of bunk beds and not even just one bathroom on one floor. There are so many invasions of privacy and even at Spelman, guys from the Morehouse University can come over to Spelman and it's just, you know, you have box. Um, air conditioning units sticking outside the windows. One might think that a, such a prestigious university would put all the money that they get into building a stronger foundation for their school, but also extra security because so many stories have been reports, especially from black individuals, like black women in particular, who have been violated on these campuses in Atlanta as well as even at Morehouse or Spelman especially in Atlanta and even recently Morehouse was in what's trending on Twitter because a student came out that one of their faculty, one of the faculty members and the staff members of the school was, was violating fellow students who were, Afri- who were African-American. I will honestly say that, look at that, because you can, you can actually go to a school with the right intentions of learning about accomplishing your degree and going there for a purpose and then boom something bad happens not saying that this can't happen anywhere else but it's sad to say that when you have an idea to go to an HBCU school when you have that thought to even want to better your mind or grow to even go down that path it's sad that this happens and that we as African Americans and even Afro Americans can't be better people and even create safer environments that we ourselves can learn because that is why I would honestly say that going to an HBCU just for the sake of learning more about your black history should not be your only reason for going there. You should have a higher reason. Does the school fulfill your needs as far as your degree path? Does your school offer you everything that you need to get from point A to point B? Do they offer you everything that you need financially as far as your financial aid? Are you getting scholarships? Are you even getting a full ride? Are you having have access to transportation or do you have access to housing like how is everything weighing out because it's more than just wanting the whole experience of going to HBCU because you would never know until you've been at an HBCU school as a student lived on the campus and had that whole experience you would never know if you like it or not until you're there that is why if you hear different narratives or if you hear different people telling you oh go to HBCU or I wish I went to HBCU Many of them are saying that, but unless they went to HBCU, they can never, their convincing or their advertising of going to that school is not going to be as successful, especially if they've never gone through it, especially if their reasonings aren't authentic to your reasoning, especially if it's not relevant to the actual purpose of even attending HBCU, honestly, flat out. It's more than just that experience of having that whole 
culture. It's also about what is in it for you. Are you able to grow and blossom and grow tall so that you can pursue higher education after you complete your undergrad or your master's or so on and so forth? That is why I really wanted to come on and really discuss this topic about why depending on HBC schools to teach you about Black history is a false stereotype because many of us believe that narrative and instead of asking ourselves why, we continue with that narrative and tell that that narrative bites us in the behind so hard that we regret ever making that decision. So instead of having regrets, instead of thinking, oh shucks, I should have never done that, mom, dad, why did you ever tell me this or why did I ever tell myself this or why did I ever listen to sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so who told me to come to the school? That is a responsibility that we ourselves will have to take. No one else can take that but ourselves. So that is why I would say if you want to go to HBCU, let it be for your own reasonings instead of a, instead of a cultural pressures or parental pressures or peer pressures or anything like that to pressure you to go to HBCU. Whatever school you want to go to, it has to be fulfilling of you your spiritual walk, your physical walk, your educational journey, and is it going to take you to point A to point B as far as your future career path? These are things to keep in mind, folks. And speaking from a fellow college student, um, I'm also in college. I'm actually attending Lynn University. That is the online, originally accredited university that is based in Boca Raton, Florida. There's a campus there, but I chose to go online. I'm studying criminal justice. Um, a bachelor's of arts in criminal justice, and I do have hopes in a future when it comes to taking my education further and hopefully becoming a family law attorney one day to help, especially women and especially African American women who are who are in need of legal counsel, but also someone who they can confide in and someone who can understand them. And speaking from someone who has gone through a lot of hurdles in my life. I've been fortunate enough to see family law attorneys in action who were good, who actually did their jobs accordingly, and that inspired me to want to give back to my community in that way by offering my services. So that is my purpose for getting education. So once you know your purpose for getting education, that'll keep on motivating you to finish, and that'll keep on motivating you to take it even further. So thank you guys so much for listening today. And don't forget to share and comment and send us your questions so I can address them here on the show and you can do that by leaving a voice message on this podcast platform by clicking on the voice message tab on our main page that way you can let us know what your thoughts were about this podcast episode today and also you can visit my website to learn more about me and my journey and you can also visit my YouTube channel to see my real beautiful brown life and my actual YouTube channel is called my Beautiful Brown Life, and also you can become a proud supporter of the My Beautiful Brown Life movement by donating by donating monthly to our podcast so we can keep these discussions flowing. But most importantly, guys, thank you so much for joining me today on the My Beautiful Brown Life podcast, where we tear down stereotypes, especially false stereotypes, to create solutions so we can all heal and enjoy life. <laughs> Yes, guys, so on the next episode, we will be discussing natural hairstyles versus culture appropriation hairstyles. And this is a discussion about false stereotypes against wearing your real hair 
and authentic African inspired hairstyles that are constantly being culture that's constantly being misrepresented in the news and in fashion all across the world. So we'll be discussing that on our next episode. So as always guys, thank you so much for listening and I'm your host, Dana Davis, and peace.